talking today on Foxcast with Robert Whitehill and Catherine Wadwani in Pittsburgh about the risks that businesses face for non-compliance with I-9 employment eligibility verification. Bob has published extensively about this and other vital immigration issues, and a number of Catherine's posts on the firm's popular Immigration View blog have been among the most read in the nation. Bob, Catherine, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Glad to be here. Bob, the federal government recently completed the second phase of a nationwide operation to serve I-9 audit notices to more than 5,200 businesses this year. Each business has received uh, a notice of inspection, meaning that its I-9 employment verification records will be audited to determine compliance with existing law, and there have been 93 arrests. This particular program, Mark, is being managed through Homeland Security Investigations, HSI for short, Mm -hmm. of the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, or ICE for short. Mm. HSI has made a commitment to increase the number of I-9 audits and to create a culture of enforcement among employers. Mm -hmm. HSI is looking for things such as employer worker exploitation, illegal wages, child labor, and other illegal practices. HSI's investigations often involve a pursuit of additional criminal activities such as alien smuggling, human trafficking, money laundering, document fraud, worker exploitation, and or substandard wages and working conditions. Hmm. Catherine, what are the risks of noncompliance? Well, while inspecting an employer's I-9 records, ICE will determine if there are violations of the law. ICE can impose penalties on employers for paperwork violations, which may be technical or substantive, as well as for things like knowing hire or continuing employment of a person who isn't authorized to work in the U.S. For more serious violations, an employer can face criminal prosecution. When it's determined that an employer knowingly hired or continued to employ unauthorized workers, the employer may be subject to debarment such that the employer will be prevented from participating in federal contracts and receiving government benefits. Bob, how does ICE determine the penalties for knowingly hiring or continuing to employ violators? Employers that knowingly hire or continue to engage individuals who are not authorized to work in the United States can face and um, have severe penalties imposed upon them. Hmm. The government will calculate what's known as a violation percentage. This number involves dividing the headcount of knowing hires and continuing to employ violations by the number of employees for which an I-9 should have been prepared. This percentage provides a base fine amount depending on whether this is the first, second, or third violation Hmm. by this employer. There's a table of standard fines which relates to each knowing hire and continuing to employ violations. There's a range of financial penalties, and of course, criminal penalties may be imposed in appropriate cases. And there are also factors that ICE will consider in determining the fine amounts. These include the size of the employer's business, whether there was a good faith effort to comply, the seriousness of the violation, whether the violation actually involved unauthorized workers, and a history of previous violations. Well, please tell our listeners more about what an I-9 actually is and how it works. The I-9 is a form. It's a short form, and it's short for Employment Eligibility Verification Overview. It was established in uh, 1986 um, in the Immigration Reform and Control Act. Um, 
no U.S. employers may knowingly hire employer continue to engage aliens who are known to be unauthorized to work in this country. However, um, the Act mandates that all U.S. employers verify the identity and work authorization of all new employees. It also created penalties for unlawful hiring, paperwork violations, document fraud, and prohibits national origin and citizenship discrimination. Full completion of the I-9 is mandatory. Hmm. Uh, failure to complete the form, or parts of it even, can result in paperwork violations and penalties. The rules require timely completion and retention of the paperwork. Bob, what are some of the steps involved with managing compliance? By day one of work, the employer must provide the I-9 form and instructions to each new employee. Within three business days thereafter, the form must be completed and reviewed by the company. The employees who are rehired and need re-verification um, or if someone's name has changed, that needs to be updated uh, accordingly. Documents must be retained for the longer of three years from the date of hire or one year from the date of employee termination. Catherine, please tell our listeners about E-Verify. Well, E-Verify is part of the Illegal Immigration Reform and Immigrant Responsibility Act of 1996. It's optional for most employers, but the I-9 process must still be completed. President Obama issued ex an executive order and subsequent federal acquisition regulations, known as FAR E-Verify, mm -hmm. to require federal contractors to use E-Verify. This was to ensure electronic verification of employment el eligibility for people working under the covered federal contracts. States, counties, and even municipalities can require E-Verify participation too. Hmm. E-Verify is an internet-based system to compare an employee's or potential employee's I-9 identity and work authorization information with data from Homeland Security and Social Security to confirm employment eligibility. It is essentially an instant verification system. Um, enrolling in E-Verify requires that the employer sign a memorandum of understanding with the government. Uh, signing on to E-Verify uh, may have some other benefits as well. Bob, what suggestions might you have for effective compliance? Be consistent. Uh, be consistent in ensuring that the I-9 is fully and timely completed by all employees. Don't pre-screen. Don't demand specific I-9 documents or more documents than the law requires. Take appropriate corrective measures. Follow up in a reasonable and timely manner if you receive credible information that an employee may not be authorized to work. Maintain your records and most of all, conduct periodic self-audits of your own I-9 records. Catherine, any final thoughts? Yes, ICE is increasing its I-9 inspection efforts and employers need to be prepared. Failure to comply with I-9 employment verification requirements can result in monetary penalties and sometimes criminal penalties. It's important for employers to make sure that personnel who are responsible for the I-9 function understand what they're doing in the context of the employer's overall business and that their I-9 records are in order and being properly retained. We recommend and offer I-9 training, which includes recommended best practices and periodic internal audits to help make sure that I-9 requirements are being met. This can help an employer be prepared in the event of an I-9 audit 
or a raid and should help minimize potential penalties. Well, thank you, Bob, and thank you, Catherine. Listeners to confidentiality could confidentially discuss your organization's I-9 compliance readiness. Please contact Bob Whitehill at 412-394-5595 or at rwhitehill, that's R-W-H-I-T-E-H-I-L-L, at foxrothchild.com. Or you may contact Catherine Wadwani at 412-394-5540 or at cwadwani, that's C-W-A-D-H-W-A-N-I, at foxrothchild.com. Fox Rothschild LLP is a national law firm with 800 attorneys in more than 20 offices coast-to-coast. Visit us on the web at www.foxrothschild.com. 